Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, guys, sorry about that. We had a minor technical issue with Kristen. You can see the reception's not great, but uh, we're going to push through anyway because you know, we have a lot of people here and, um, you know, we're just not going to let the enemy uh, get in the way. So uh, thank you for joining us tonight, guys. Welcome to another episode of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. Before we get to the prayer, I want to talk to you tonight about the importance of mercy. And this is the second part of our three-part series on how you have to give to receive. Last night, we talked about how you have to give forgiveness in order to get forgiveness. And don't forget that being forgiven is necessary to our salvation. You don't get into heaven without it. And the Bible actually says some pretty heavy things about if you're not forgiving other people, God isn't going to forgive you. And if you didn't watch last night's episode on that topic, I strongly recommend that you do. Now, tomorrow we're going to be talking about the importance of giving financially in order to receive financially. But tonight we're going to talk about the importance of giving mercy in order to get mercy and also to get power, which is something we should all want for the right reasons. Now, on the surface, you might be thinking that forgiveness and mercy are basically the same thing, and they are related. There's a lot of overlap, but there is a distinction. Mercy is specific to when the person in a position to forgive also has power over the other person. And make no mistake about it, God calls us to be powerful. He wants to give you power. We are not here to be weak. We're not here to be victims. The Bible says ours is not a spirit of weakness, but of power, love, and a sound mind. We have to be powerful to take on the enemy and advance the kingdom of God and do all the things God wants us to do. Heal the sick, clothe the poor, feed the hungry, and spread the good news of Christ. So God wants you to be powerful, to be the head and not the tail, to be above and not beneath. But here's the thing. He's not going to give you power if you're going to exercise it like a tyrant. In Matthew 18, Jesus tells us the parable of a servant whose master forgave a great debt. And basically the story is this. You've got this servant who owes his master 10,000 talents, which is a large sum of money. And the master at first is mad and he tells him, you have to go sell your wife and your children in order to repay that debt. To give you an idea of how massive a debt that is, right? That you actually have to sell your wife and kids to pay it off. But the servant begs for mercy and the master takes pity on him and cancels his debt and lets him go. Just like God cancels so many of our debts. The problem is that this same servant who just had his debt canceled also had a person who owed him a hundred talents, which is a comparatively small amount of money. And when that other person couldn't pay this servant back, the servant who had all that debt canceled for him had the guy who owed him a small amount thrown in prison. Well, when the master finds out about this, he calls in that servant and says, look, you wicked servant, I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on on this other person just as I had on you? And in his anger, the master hands him over to the jailer to be tortured, tortured now, until he paid back all he owed. Jesus concludes this parable by saying, this is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or your sister from your heart. 
And this is repeated over and over again in the Bible. In, in James, we're told judgment is without mercy to one who has shown mercy, to one who has shown no mercy. So if we show no mercy to others, God in his judgment is going to know is going to show no mercy to us. Luke tells us, be merciful, even as your father is merciful. Matthew 5, 7, Jesus says, blessed are the merciful, for, for they shall receive mercy. And Jesus expands on this a few chapters later in Matthew 9, where he says, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I came not to call the righteous, but to call sinners. In, in Peter, 1 Peter, we're told, according to God's great mercy, he has caused us to be born again. So in other words, his mercy is actually what causes our salvation. Even in the natural, we all need mercy in our lives. We ask God for it all the time when we're going through something dark. God, uh, get us out of this situation. God, comfort us. God, show us that you're there. That sort of thing is asking God for mercy. And there are plenty of times when other people need mercy from us. Maybe it's as simple as hiding your disappointment so you don't hurt someone else's feelings. In fact, I suggest to you that the best kind of mercy is when the other person doesn't even realize you're exercising mercy. And all of us have a lot of power over each other already to hurt with our words or to heal. Think about how much a cruel word can hurt you, but how much a kind word can make you feel better. So exercise that power justly because you need God to be merciful with you and also because you want him to elevate you and give you more power. And what you should notice here is that when God asks you to do something, your choice is between do it and be blessed or don't do it and you're going to suffer. There's no middle ground. There's never a third option of don't worry about it. It's either you can have the great thing that God has for you or you can have the awful thing that the enemy has for you with nothing in between. You can have mercy and forgiveness and power if you want it, or you can have death and destruction. It's your choice. My recommendation is that you follow one of my favorite verses, Micah 6.8, seek justice, love mercy, and always walk humbly with your God. That's my message for tonight. And Kristen is back. Uh, Kristen, can you hear me? Kristen, are you with us? Okay, I guess not. All right, well, I'm going to go forward um, since Kristen cannot hear us at the moment. And I don't know what the situation is. She's now finding out that she can't hear us. Okay, I can't hear anything through this, but I have another phone, another device. I have a solution. So I can hear through that device if you, if you could leave that with me. Okay, I guess not. Can you hear me? My microphone? You're you're also on a, a substantial delay. I don't know how. So. Okay. Testing. Oh, it's delayed. Right. Can you hear me? My microphone? You're, you're also on a, a substantial delay. I don't know how. So. All right. Um, okay, if I just start me, talking, Kristen, maybe that will work. Start praying. That's fine. Oh, I tell you what, I have. There's actually a chat feature here. Can you see when I chat to you? I guess I should leave and come back in because this. I'm gonna leave and come back in. I'm gonna try right. to come back in. 
In the meantime, I'm going to pray for everybody here. Guys, uh, first of all, I want, you, I want to thank you for joining us. Thank you for putting up with this. This is the first time this has happened. Father God, I want to pray that all the people listening to us right now are blessed in everything they're doing. I pray their week is going well. I pray, though, that they're being a complete blessing to everybody else in their community. I pray that all of their needs are met. If Chris is back. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, Kristen, let's get you back. Hey, all right. <laughs> we'll have okay. to edit this one in post-production. Okay. Um, you can't see me, but you can hear me? I can hear and see you. You can. Okay. On the screen, you can't see me, but that's, oh, that's delayed, I guess. I can see you on the screen. Just go okay. right ahead. Okay. Um, all right. Well, tonight's verse is, uh, comes, uh, it's all about the joy of the Lord. And you know what? I tell you what, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And you, you need that sometimes even with things going on, like technical difficulties, because, <laughs> um, so a great verse that I was thinking about was how, the Lord says in the, in Psalm 16, 11, you show me the path of light in your presence is fullness of joy. And at your right hand, there are pleasures evermore. Isn't that wonderful? At your right hand, there are pleasures evermore. The path of life, the fullness of joy. Praise God. Praise God. Well, I really can't wait to pray because <laughs> the enemy has tried to keep me off. So I'm, I'm ready to pray to pray tonight. Um, so praise you, Lord. We praise you. We thank you, God, for the, the joy that you have, the joy that we have in you, God. We thank you, Jesus, for your goodness, your kindness, Lord, that you have laid out a path. The Lord, the, you know, the enemy and the world offers us temporary riches, but God, you have the true riches, God. And we just need to lean into you. And, you know, kind of what I was experiencing a second ago when I kind of felt like I was in the twilight zone because I didn't know, I couldn't hear or see what was going on. That's sometimes the way we fumble through our spiritual lives. Uh, but God, you never meant for us to be that way. You never meant for us to kind of not feel that connection with you. And, and I pray for anyone who's feeling that way in their spiritual life where they can't, they feel like they can't hear from you or they can't see you or they can't get connected or what they're seeing and hearing is coming at two different speeds. And, um, God, there's a lot of people who feel that way and that's, a, that causes such frustration. Um, so God, I just pray that we would all get on course with you, that we would be able to hear hear exactly what you're saying, God, and be in tune with you, God, because you're speaking. It's not a question of if you're speaking. And you have pleasures evermore for us. You have at your right hand. You know, people talk about the trials, and, and yes, we go through trials as Christians. We go through things, and it's not about uh, the, the material wealth, and it's not about those things. But God, it's amazing how you say, we, we don't, I don't think we can focus on enough about how at your right hand are pleasures evermore. We don't have a lot of teaching where we focus on heaven and how heaven starts now and how joy starts now and how enjoying you, God, starts now. And it's not circumstantial. It's not based on what we're going through or what what's happening. But God, I pray we would live in a place of your joy. We would live in a place of your peace. See, the enemy just wants us to see one little thing, Lord. 
and to hone in on that thing and to hone in on the negative thing. And God, you want us to see what you're doing. And I firmly believe that tonight, that that's your word for us, that you're doing a new thing and you have joy and you have pleasures evermore for us and you have life and life abundantly and you are you are birthing new things in our lives lord and no matter what the circumstances look like lord we are plowing through to you so god are you are speaking lord i pray that you divide right now your holy spirit message in how many ever ways, 40,000 ways, whoever needs to hear whatever they need to hear. If people need comfort and peace, God, I pray you bring them comfort and peace. If people need direction, I pray you give them direction. If they need supernatural provision, God, I pray that you bring that healing, God. You're a God of healing. Joy, God. There's, there's this depressive spirit going around, this anxious spirit. I feel like it's all intertwined, the depression, anxiety, um, all of that stuff is really doubt. It's all kind of like intertwined. I see like a root system, like a bad, bad, you know, bad weeds choking up a garden and there's such beauty and it's getting choked up and, and you can't see the beauty because all you see are all these thorns. So in Jesus name, we pray we, in the body of Christ, you cut down all those thorns, Lord, so that your roses can grow, your beauty can grow and that your beauty can grow in our hearts, Lord, because you're doing something new. But and we're focused over here. We're never going to see that, Lord. So I pray that we focus. I pray for those who need wisdom, that you give them wisdom. For those who feel lonely, Lord, that you give them the, that that sense of security, Lord. For those who feel insecure as well. For those who feel that you've abandoned them or someone has abandoned them or neglected them. For those who feel hurt. For those who have emotional needs. For those who feel confused, Lord. We know confusion doesn't come from you. God, we know that you are not a God, that a man that you should lie. We know that you're not a God of fear because perfect love casts out all fear. And the one who fears has not been made perfect in love because fear has to do with punishment and torment. And you are not a God of those things. So God, I just pray that we would have a new awareness of you right now, that you would be, it would be like a fresh fountain to our souls, that we would, we would truly know you in a, in a deeper way, God, that we would go, go in with you, Lord. Um, because Maybe I pray for any person who has been seeking after and running after the rat race in life, whatever that is, fame, money, power, whatever, God. Um, and, and we need to just focus back on you, God. We, you are the author and finisher of, our, finisher of our faith, God. We need to focus in on you, God. You are the true God. And, and mystery is great, but it, you have to be above the ministry. God, you are above all things. You are above everything we do, everything we think, everything we want to be, everything we hope to be. And every tongue will confess that you are God. Every knee will bow. And that starts right now. We bow our hearts, Lord, to you. We bow our hearts to what you want to do. So right now, God, we press in and we listen to what you have to say for your children, Lord. And I just feel that you're saying, you're telling us to come close. You're telling us to, to just, just focus in on you. And like, like looking through a microscope, like looking through a lens, Lord, right now it's, it's, it's very clouded and shady because we're, we're focusing on other things. But as we just, just narrow our focus, Lord, so we can see the things that you're doing, narrow it down, Lord, because we'll miss it if we don't 
if we don't focus in. And God, I feel like you're saying there's, you want to give rest to us. You're saying rest. I have rest for you. Just come to me. Are you weary? Are you burdened? I'm going to give you rest. Are you lonely? I'm going to give you everything you need. Right at my right hand, I have so many things for you. You're, you're saying, I need you to come to me though. I need you to come before me. I need you to tell me and to, and to really verbalize what your needs are. Have you verbalized what your needs are? Have you come to me? Have you, have you, sat at my throne and, and brought your needs to me? Or are you just frustrated and are they running around and around in your brain? I need you to come to me and I need you to pour out everything. And if you are hurting and you need to pour out in praise and, and through, through even tears, I, I, I bless those tears. I bless your praise. I bless everything. So just come to me. And Lord, so we we just come to you, God, with everything that we are. And we just pour ourselves out to you. We pour out our praise and we pour, pour out our needs. Lord, you say, what do you want me to do for you? There's so many times in scripture where you'll just say, what do you want me to do for you? So God, we come before you and we express our desires and our needs of our heart. And we express that more than the desires that we need is you are our greatest need, Lord. You are our greatest need. And we will, we just start praising you, God, because the the enemy cannot stop praise. The enemy cannot stop praise. He cannot stop prayer. So God, those are our greatest weapons. And we give you the honor. And even if you don't feel like praising God right now, even if you don't feel like praying in the spirit right now, I ask every person listening to join with me because I fully believe if the enemy has tried so, has has had such a great attempt with technical issues tonight, that, that that means that we're supposed to press in in a deeper way. I firmly believe that. So just press into the spirit. Just press in to hear what God is saying to you. Um, and I would love it if you would comment if there's something that you feel like God is saying to you because we're all ministers here. We're all missionaries. So if God is saying something in your heart, um, you could definitely comment on the video as well. And, and just let God speak to you. Let God minister to you. Maybe you're running, you've been running because you're trying to minister to other people. Maybe God's saying, I... And every person, God's saying, wooing you to myself. God's wooing you because he wants to talk to you and he's the lover of your soul. So we'd love to know that. And we bless, Lord, we bless you, God. We bless you for everything you are and everything we need. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And I agree with what Kristen said that, you know, if we're having these sorts of technical difficulties, to me, that just means that what we're doing is very important. And, you know, we could complain about it, but the bottom line is e- even having bad reception here is better than nothing. And, you know, we're just going to push through. So Amen. Let's, start, let's get to our prayer request. Now, right before the show started, and Kristen doesn't know this yet, but I got a, a I was alerted. One of my friends of mine told me that another one of my friends is in a great deal of trouble. And uh, so I just want to start with that. Um, I'm not going to use his name. I won't use his full name. I'll just call him Todd. And uh, I've known this guy for a long time, and he lost his mother three years ago, right around this time. And he has been hurting a lot. And you know, this is somebody who I—he's—he's just—he's got a very big heart, and um, and you hate to see him suffering, but you also hate to see—I think—the enemy really trying to hurt him. So my message to Todd tonight. Father God, I pray, first of all, for Todd, that you impress upon him that you have a plan for his life to give him a hope and not a future, to prosper him and not to harm him, first of all. God, your word says you're very near to the brokenhearted. I pray that you are near to Todd. I pray that he just 
that you bring him back into you. That Todd is not so far lost that your arm is too short to reach him. God, just wrap your arms around my friend tonight. Show him how special he is, how valuable he is, what a great life you have ahead for him. Help him push through. Show him that you have a plan, that you need him to help other people who are going through these things. And show him that he can that, that through Christ, he can overcome the situations that he's having right now. There are a lot of situations that we are not strong enough to overcome. But we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So my prayer for Todd tonight, God, is go rescue Todd. I'm asking you to send your, send your angels, go, go rescue my friend Todd. Bring him back from the abyss and bring him into your kingdom and your love and your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Kristen, uh, there was a few strange ones we got emailed to us. I'm going to give you the first one. Arunma says, or actually she says, my name is Esther. I've been missing for more than 23 years. I need to reconnect with my family. She might also be saying she's been missing since she was 23 years old. I'm not sure. But God knows what she means. I have to start taking some steps. Please pray for me. So Kristen, why don't you take that one? Okay, Lord, well, you know what this means more than anything else, Lord. Um, and I, I, in order to pray for the solution, I, I don't need to know the full story. But all we need to know is Esther wants to reconnect with family and wants to reconnect with you, Lord. It's a, a greater plan. And, you know, I think of in the Bible, um, you know, how Esther was such a, a beautiful emblem for her people. And for S family, she's she's going to be such a light for her family and and connecting with them. And like I say, Lord, I don't circumstances around this, but I pray, Lord, you have so many times in the Bible where you pe- put people who are like twenty three steps off the path, but when they connect with you, you put them immediately back on your path. That doesn't mean that we live a constant free life. But it does mean, God, that we don't have to struggle to to find you, that you're right there and you have a fresh start, a new and a new future, God. So I, I pray you open doors for Esther to and and wisdom um, to reconnect with her family and to say which that which was left in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Rose says, please pray for my son, my family, my son. He is always disturbed because his friends always guide him in the wrong things. Please pray for uh, God's hand to guide him. Well, Father God, in Jesus' name, we pray for Rose's son here. We pray, first of all, that you separate him from these friends who are causing him problems. God, we also pray for those friends of his who are on the wrong path. But we thank you, God, for Rose who's standing in the gap for her son. We pray for deliverance. We pray for repentance. We pray for forgiveness, and God, we pray for protection over the Son and over Rose and her whole family. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Kristen, there's two. um, You okay? Yeah. All right, we'll give this a shot. Uh, There's two people here uh, who have issues with their spouse. So Debbie, let's start with her, says, I'm separated from my husband and he has a woman in my house. I want my house back. And then that's Debbie. And then Ada says, uh, sure, good night, Shepherd. Surely this is a great opportunity. It is God who put them on my Facebook platform. I speak from Peru and my request 
is for the repentance of my lover and for my relationship that God does his will with us. Thank you very much. So Devi is the one who's got her husband's got a woman living in the house. And Ada is uh, pray, from Ada is praying for the repentance of his or her lover. Lord, I, um, I pray for both of these women. As I mentioned last night, um, as a woman, I can't help but notice in the Bible the heart you have for women, Lord. And I know that you feel the pain of these women um, it, and, and all the situation, Lord. They have been betrayed in, in one way or another. And Lord, you were betrayed, but ultimate betrayal, Lord. So you know, um, you, you hold their wounds, but their wounds don't have to stay there. Their wounds can be scars that can actually be beautiful scars that can show what you've, what you've done and what you've accomplished and be markings of what you've done in their lives, Lord. So I just pray for Debbie, uh, for this situation. I, I pray, Lord, that you would just completely make a resolve there, bring the, the husband into repentance. And the same with um, Ada's uh, boyfriend, I think it is, uh, bring them into repentance, Lord, and bring them back to you. That's what needs to happen. They need to come back to you, Lord. They need to to find you as their lover, because if they love you, God, then they won't treat these women this way, Lord. They will they will treat the women how they're supposed to be treated, God. So that's what I pray for, Lord. And if not, whatever happens there, uh, Lord, we do pray for their repentance. But I know that you have a beautiful plan for Ada and for Debbie. And that plan is you, and they're not meant to live under, underneath any any sort of hurt or struggle like that. So Lord, may your will be done and may you show them that the path to life in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. We have a bunch of uh, about four prayer requests here that are specific to financial situations. Sierra says, pray for my business and my family in Fiji. I need my business to run well. That's two of us. I'm going to add myself to this uh, and I need financial support. She says, Aman says, pray for my home and my business. Raguita from Sierra Leone uh, pray for peace and economic development in my country and also praying for financial favor, good health for me, my husband, children, and family. Lozande says, pray for me and my family to start a new life from the pandemic, and I hope blessings to start a small business. God bless. Well, you know, I'm a small business owner myself, so I'm going to pray for all four of these people and myself in this. God, I know that you want to bless the works of our hands. In Psalms 1, you talk about how everything we do will prosper if we follow you, if we meditate on the Lord. God, again, you want to make us a head and not the tail. You were made poor so we could be made prosperous, okay? Now, God, I've been faithful in my tithing, and I pray these people have been faithful in their tithing too. And God, I pray for their businesses, for Sarah's business, for Ammon's business, for Losande's business, for my business as well. And also for Ragutu's uh, for financial favor, Raguita's, excuse me, financial favor, and also for peace and economic development in all of the Sierra Leone. And for all of their family members, their spouses, their children, brothers and sisters, God, we pray for total peace and prosperity for these people, that you bless them abundantly so that they can be a blessing to others. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Kristen, we got two healing prayers here. Um, Rosalie says, please pray for my family and my sister-in-law. She has systemic lupus. Uh, 
but she believes God will make a way. That's Rosalie. Blanca says, please pray for Jonathan and his family. They have uh, COVID-19. All right. Well, for Blanca and Rosalie, we know that God has healing for your family. Blanca, we know for Jonathan and, and the entire family. And of course, Rosalie, for your sister. We know that God not only can heal, but he wants to heal. And I pray for you as well, because I know that when a, fi- a loved one is, is sick, you know, all the stress and everything, it, it really, uh, sometimes you neglect to k- take care of yourself. So I pray you take care of yourself and that you remain healthy and that you remain um, healthy, not only physically, but emotionally in every single way, that you would feel God's arms wrap around you, that you would feel that that care on you. Um, but I also pray, of course, for the healing. Jonathan and the entire family, for Blanca and for Rosalie and and the sister, Lord. We just pray by your wounds, by your stripes, we are healed, Lord. That is a promise, God. We are healed. God, I just pray for complete healing from the top of their heads, the bottom of their feet, God. Right now, supernatural, miraculous, praiseworthy healing, God. Praise report healing, Lord. We want and we ask you, we we seek you, Lord, for this healing right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm going to do one more from this group until we get to the the people who are writing in right now. Jimmy says, please pray for me and my wife uh, who are serving God so that we may spread the word of God in Pakistan. And that's by Pastor, he says his name is Jimmy, but his full name is Jamil Masish. You know, uh, Jimmy, when we get all these prayer requests, I color code them to help me, you know, separate them into groups, uh, by, by topic. And, you know, the one, for example, the financial ones I put in green because in the United States, that's a color of money. And, um, for healing, I put in red because it reminds me of the red cross and things like that for, for people like you, I put it in purple because purple is the color of royalty. And when I see someone whose prayer is that they just want to serve God and, and spread his kingdom more, that to me is the most honorable prayer that someone can pray. It's the highest form of prayer. And so, Jimmy, thank you for blessing us with the privilege of praying for this for you. And Father God, I pray for Pastor Jimmy here that you bless him and his wife so that they can spread the word of God in Pakistan so that they can not just that, but they can also minister to others in terms of feeding them and clothing them and housing them and and all sorts of other things. Just give them an expansive, expansive ministry overwhelm them with your supernatural abundance and provision so that they can be generous in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. We're going to get back to some of the pre-written run, the the ones that were emailed in ahead of time. Uh, But I want to get to some of the ones being submitted right now. First of all, uh, Fernando, our friend Fernando, who's here every night, says, bless both of you. uh, Pray for our nation. You want to take that one, Kristen? Oh, yes. Lord, Lord, you, you love all nations. Um, you love America, Lord, and you love this entire world, Lord. And this nation, America, is made up of so many different people of so many nations and so many, so many different people, Lord. And that's what makes it so beautiful. And Lord, we we know that you, we say God bless America, but we also say America bless God. And so I pray that America would bless God. I pray that America would turn back to yeah. you, Lord. Yeah. I pray for every every sin, every everything, Lord, that America has done 
Lord, I, I personally say we we know it grieves your spirit, Lord. We know the abortions grieve your spirit, Lord. We know there are so many things that grieve your spirit, Lord. All the injustice, Lord. We we know it grieves your spirit, but God, we say, Lord, please bless America once again, and we bless you, Lord. We bless you, and we ask for your forgiveness, and we ask for you to heal our land, Lord. And we ask, Lord, we're sorry that we took prayer out of schools. We're sorry for all that we've done to take you out of the equation, Lord. You are you are the one who blessed America in the first place, Lord. So we turn it all back to you. And I pray on behalf of every person who's praying. I pray for our government officials and leaders. I pray for all of our armed forces. I pray for our police officers. I pray for every person of every every skin tone. Lord, I pray for this entire land, Lord. Every person who who wants to honor you and serve you. Pray for those who don't honor you, for them to turn from their ways and to honor you. And for the focus to go from looking at each other to the focus to go back to you, Lord. And we pray for healing, Lord. We need you now more than ever. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Our friend Cheryl Mendoza writes in, um, asking us to pray for, first of all, her country also. I don't know which one it is. Um, Is she from the Philippines, Kristen? I believe so. I believe so. I believe the Philippines. All right. We'll go with it. We'll pray for every country. And also for uh, her total healing for herself, her Dave Mendoza, who I think is her husband, uh, her son, who or was Dave her son? I, I think it's her son. Yeah. Her son is Dave Mendoza, Tim Kang, uh, Goring Escalona, Coco Sagosok. James Kirk Tim Kang for his good future. God bless us all. All right. Sorry if I mess it up a little bit, Cheryl. Cheryl's a beautiful name, actually. It's actually my mother's name. So nice to see you as always, Cheryl. And Father God, you know, this this woman stands in the gap every night for her her whole family. God, I pray that you come to her, to this woman in power and in might and in mercy. And we prayed for mercy tonight. I pray, God, that you have mercy over Cheryl and her family, over Dave, Goring, Coco, James, all these people. Heal them of whatever they need to be healed of. Bless them financially. Bless them in their relationships. Bless them with good health. I pray their best days are still ahead of them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Arnold Zelaya says, if you don't have Christ in your life, you ain't going to get get too far. Well, truer words never spoken, my Good. friend. Good. That's like lyrics. I like that. Yeah. Our friend Veronica Cabrera from, is it Honduras or Belize? One Sounds like Belize, I think. I forget. One of the two. Somewhere in Central America. I think you might be right. Says, hi, good evening. Please pray for me for this pain in my knees and for my life to live better. Pray for me to have a nice birthday with my daughters and my grandkids. Thanks. There you go. Well, happy birthday to you, Veronica. I wonder what they do as far as a birthday song. I mean, you know, in America and a lot of places, happy birthday to you. I don't know if that's your usual song or I, I know there's different songs. So happy birthday I was, I to you. I actually first time I was going to say Feliz Navidad. Now it's like, no, that's not it. Well, it could be. Well, that's. <laughs> no, it couldn't be. <laughs> Sorry, uh, you don't speak Spanish very well, Veronica. Feliz cumpleaños. Uh, Is that it? Yeah. Feliz cumpleaños. Oh, that's right. Feliz cumpleaños. 
Please call me on, Mozati. I'm, I'm sorry. I took French for eight years and I should have taken Spanish. I'm sorry. I, I don't think that was, I'm not sure if that was right, but I tried. Right. Um, well, yes, Veronica, we pray that you have an amazing birthday, that it would just be an amazing year where God would just show up. He would just show up for you in amazing ways where you, you just realize this year is just not going to be another another age that you're just turning a little older. No, this is the year where amazing things are going to happen for you, where those dreams you had when you were a little girl, that they're going to come to life. This year, that God's going to birth something exciting in your heart. I pray that for you, and I pray that for your entire family. What a blessing. You know, that's the greatest gift, isn't it, to have your family um, for your birthday. That's wonderful. And we pray for that pain to totally go away. In Jesus' name, we pray right now. I'm actually putting, um, she says, uh, uh, on her knees, I guess, pain in yeah, her pain, knees. Pain. So I'm putting my hand on my own knee, and I'm just, I'm just saying, in Jesus' name, we just pray for this pain to be lifted. In Jesus' name, right now, for Veronica. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I want to say hi to our friends, Suzanne Taylor. Florida's here again. Uh, Josh Anthony Lockington, good to see you. Vinal, nice to see you, my friend. God is great. With God, everything is possible. Yes. Joseph Dunphy, who I recognize my friends list. Nice to see you, my friend. And uh, Talini. Okay. Irfan Munawar says, I have one prayer request for you. Please pray for my job. Nowadays, I'm very upset because I don't have a job. I'm jobless. I need the best job. I don't have sources for money. Please pray for me and also praying for my health. I need more faith in prayers. Please, please, a special prayer for me. Well, I have good news for you, Irfan. We specialize in special prayers here. God, I want to pray for all these developing countries right now because we have so many people in the undeveloped world, the lesser developed world, the developing world, the the undeveloping world, whatever you want to call it, depending on where it is. I want to pray generally against global poverty. But God, I also want to pray specifically for these people here that just because they're born into a poor country does not mean that the curse of poverty has to be on them. There are certainly wealthy people in that country. There are people who aren't suffering financially. God, I pray that you come with power onto Irfan here. You restore his faith. There's nothing wrong with praying that. Listen, I went through a period of time right before I met Kristen where I really needed my faith restored too. I pray you restore Earth Earthfan's faith, God. I pray you send him a great job that pays him well, that he can advance in, and that he can he can be a great light to other people in that job. I pray that you calm his spirit, give him a, a spirit of peace, of love, and a sound mind. Erwin, you should go watch the uh, the sermon we recently did on the fruits of the spirit. I think it'd be very helpful to you. And God, I just pray that you totally comfort him and you meet all of his needs. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. All right. Well, Kristen, you just prayed for someone's left knee. Um, Nick Mullins also asks for prayer for his left knee. So why don't you pray for his as well? Since your knee is already like, it's already got like the healing glow on it. Yeah, that's that's transferred over to him now. Veronica, we hope you got your healing. I sent it to Nick now. Okay. (laughs) All right, Nick. Great to see you again. I know. Um, Thanks for listening. And um, yes, we pray and we believe 
In Jesus' name, I'm putting my hand on my knee. It's just what I'm feeling tonight. I don't feel like you have to do that in order to get a healing, but it's just what I'm feeling from the Spirit. So right now, I'm putting my hand on my knee, and I'm saying, Lord, I stand in the gap for Nick's knee. Right now, I pray for healing of his left knee. I love how he's so specific. Lord, we pray for the healing. We pray for whatever needs to happen there, the muscles, the everything, the joints, God, to work specifically exactly as they're supposed to, to line up with the will of God. And we pray that he would feel the healing right now, God, and that we he would start to, to start to realize that you are just healing him right, right now, Lord. We pray that you would release the faith in him. We pray you would release that healing that he needs, God. In Jesus' name, not just a momentary healing, but a true healing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. A friend of mine, Norman Schmelz, who I recognize. <gasps> hey, Norman! Hey. I guess you recognize him too. Oh, yes. We know Norm very, very well. Oh, it's so great to have you on here. That's awesome. Okay. Well, good to see you, Norman. Uh, he says, let's pray we all get along. It's painful we have come so far in our diversity to slide back in this past week. You know, I said something last night. Uh, and for those of you guys who aren't in America, you have to understand, man, we're having some real problems over here. Um, you know, race is really becoming an issue. And we're at a crossroads and the crossroads is this. We can really uh, choose to come together or we can choose to pull ourselves apart. And Kristen and I are really standing in the gap and many, many other good people also. I don't want you to seem like it's, you know, it's, I don't want to make it seem like this is as dire as perhaps I'm I'm saying, because there are a lot of good people right now um, of all races, black, white, and everything else who are really doing their best to come together. But I agree with you. We don't want to, you know, we shouldn't backslide. And God, you know, I said last night, Kristen, um, when we were talking about forgiveness, that the thing with the anger-related sins are the weirdest to me because whether you're talking about, you know, hatred or unforgiveness or racism or whatever it is, you don't get anything out of it. There's no benefit yeah. to it. Yeah. And so it's it's uh, it's irrational, but it also shows the the supernatural stronghold that it is. Well, Father God, in Jesus' name, we pray against all forms of hatred, all forms of bigotry, yes. all forms of racism. God, we listen, this this poor guy dying up in Minnesota, you know, it's an ugly, ugly thing. And I saw the video and it's horrible. But God, you said that all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord, for those who are called according to his purpose. I know you didn't want Cain to kill Abel, but you give us free will. And we have the will right now. You give us the choice between choosing good and choosing love and unity and mercy and togetherness or choosing evil. And God, I thank you. I thank you that you want us to choose good. And I pray that you bless for that, that you bless us for that, that you calm tensions down. You show us the right path. You give everybody ears to hear and a heart to want to learn and to listen. Thank you for this nation that we have. Thank you that we are blessed to have a diverse nation with many different groups of people. I welcome these challenges. We welcome them as well. And we believe, God, that our darkest moments like now can lead to our greatest victories. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Kristen, uh, Marianne Karmaker, who I, think, yes. I know we prayed for her before because yes. I recognize yes. her name, says, uh, praise the Lord. Please pray for my daughter, Melanie. She lost her husband. Please pray that she can start a life again with faith for Jesus. Last night we talked and she was crying. She feels very lonely. Mm. She got married on 
November 6, 2019, and her husband had the accident. Well, something's not quite right. These dates don't quite add up because it's saying the husband met the accident on two days earlier. Um, well, in any event, it looks like the, she got married and, and her husband died within a short amount of time of each other, oh, within terrible. days of each other. So she says, please pray that she will come out from this sorrow. Mm. Well, Marianne, I pray a double prayer. I pray for you because I know it must be a burden on you for having the pain of your daughter's loss. And so I pray for you. I pray that God would comfort you. And just like I said before about whoever was asking for physical healing for their family, um, sometimes we neglect ourselves when we're caring for others. So I pray, I pray that God would give you the care you need, the supernatural care you need, that he would give you even the French you need the with other women and of God who can speak into your life um, as you're helping your daughter and praise God that your daughter has you to come to as a woman of God. I do pray for your daughter. I can't imagine what she has gone through, but God knows. And it's certainly God has a plan. And um, we just pray that she would not feel bitter against God. And that can only happen through the Holy Spirit. When something like this has happened, our tendency is to want to go to that place and say, why God, why did this happen? And there's a grieving period. I, If that happened that soon ago, it's, she's still you know, right in the throes of her grieving. But I know that God has a plan for her. And I pray for her loneliness to just be overcome by supernatural, supernaturally by God's strength, this is just like every prayer, but sometimes we can see it more clearly that this is a situation where it, everything seems bleak, except for the fact that God intervenes. And that's what the, this is. If it weren't for God, it would be an impossible situation. But God, but for God, for God's intervention, for the supernatural love and strength and holiness and power and peace that only He can provide, God. I don't know why certain people walk through certain challenges, but help us never to get stuck there. Help us to just lean in more to you. And I pray that Marianne and for her daughter, they would lean into you, God, and the beauty for us. Lord, the pain that's there, I know she'll always miss her husband, God, but you, you can beauty out of that. And I pray that she feels your, that you become her husband. That, that she feel your beauty. And when they bring another person into her life, but God, right now this is, she needs, she needs your healing. So I pray for immediate attention to this wound, immediate healing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good prayer there, Kristen. Thank you. Veronica, by the way, tells us it's Belize she lives in. And oh, she I'm says, sorry. you could sing for me, which we did. And she says, thank you. And says, uh, you made me smile, Kristen. So there you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do it right? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Veronica so nice. <laughs> Tupu says, thank you for praying for everyone. God bless you in your ministry. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Tupu. Good to see you again. Okay. Uh, Pastor Navid John George. 
says he's looks like he's a pastor in Pakistan. He says, I want to tell you that our church has many families who deserve what they deserve during these days of coronavirus, and we get help from the church. But now we don't have enough money to meet their needs as much as we have. And believing God, I am putting this request before you in the name of Jesus. Um, his Facebook profile actually says, saved by grace, Jesus paid it all. That's the truth of it. Yes. Amen. Well, Pastor Naveed, in Jesus' name, I pray that all of your needs are met and all of the people who are depending on the church have all their needs met, including, as you said, um, providing for their food and things like that. David said, I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their children begging for bread. God, provide for these people in Pakistan. Strengthen their economy, but also they don't participate in the world's economy. They participate in yours. So break through these barriers of poverty for these people, God, and bless their ministries, okay, so that, so that they can be a great blessing to other people and cause revival in Pakistan. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Kristen, someone named Vets Kanawali says, Hello, man and woman of God. Please pray for God's healing over my life and my family from any disease. And I think we prayed with this person before. It's uh, And he's got yes. Psalms. 91 actually mm-hmm. as his um as his verse on his profile picture that's a good verse whoa whoa whoa, whoa. Uh, what is psalms 91 young lady he will keep uh, uh the shelter yes that dwells, the shelter of the most uh dwell in the shadow of the almighty there you go there you go <laughs> um so lord we know that you're going to be for vets and for his family we know you're already doing that not that just you're going to do that. I should. God, I pray for, I thank you for vet his wisdom. He says, my family, any disease, he's saying, he's speaking to a spirit of sickness to um, any of that. In Jesus' name, we break that for his family, Lord, and for any family members, current, future, uh, any future generations. We pray for his healing for his entire life. And we pray for emotional healing as well as physical. Emotional healing is just as important as physical, Lord. And so I pray that for him and his family. And I pray that you would just keep them in that shelter, Lord. That they would feel wings around them. And that would be their life anthem. That Psalm 9 would be their life anthem. And they would praise you whether in the storm or in the the bright bright places or the dark places that we've just rest in your in your the awareness of your love and your healing in Jesus name amen amen all right let me just finish off the ones that we um, received ahead of time Ganuchu says please pray for my whole life I am in trouble in all directions Joe pray asks that we pray for his family friends work school healing and commitment to the Lord Ishaku says, pray along with me. I want to finish the Christian race well. Waris says, we're facing very serious challenges here in Pakistan during this pandemic. Ease, spelled easy, he says, please pray for me so that Almighty God will settle me this year. And Bella says, uh, please pray for me. Father God, for Ganechu, Joe, Ishaka, Waris, Ease, and Bella, we pray that you meet all of their needs. We pray for them and their families. We pray for the countries that they're in. 
We pray that you settle their lives. That you, you know, Ganushu says, "I'm in trouble in all directions." God, give her the give or him or her, excuse me, the right direction. Order this person's steps. We pray for Joe's family, friends, and work. We pray for his education. We pray for healing for all these people. We pray Ishaku will finish the race well, but he's got many, many miles ahead in this race. We pray for Pakistan and all these other countries we've been praying for. We pray for the peace that passes understanding for all these people. We pray that you meet all of their needs, and not just them, but everybody else who wrote in tonight, everybody else who's joined us, and every one of our 40,000 followers, God. Bless them and bless them abundantly. Make them leaders in their communities. Raise them up. We're living in dark times, but God, you put the brightest lights in the darkest places. Raise them up to be leaders. Raise them up to be missionaries. Just like Kristen and I have so many followers, God, raise them up to have multitudes of followers. Multiply the our, our efforts here. Just like, you know, a virus can spread very rapidly. God, if, if a virus which is evil can spread rapidly, so can, so can your light, so can your glory. So God, spread it through these people and into other people. Start a massive chain reaction that, that no enemy can stop. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Kristen, uh, if you're still with us, can you um, say the call to salvation, please? Yes, absolutely. I'm here. Um, well, if you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, what a great time to do that. You know, there's, the world is uncertain, but Jesus is certain. You know, and if you don't know, you don't know right now where to die today, where your soul will go, then what are you waiting for? I need to accept Jesus because just fix it's not just when you go to heaven, heaven starts now. Or if you want to dedicate your life, this is the perfect opportunity. Just follow after me. It's so simple. Dear Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. I admit that I have sinned. You to forgive me of my sins. Make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we're so happy to definitely send the video, some message, and a report. Don't forget to let us know about that, too. All right. Um, so I think that was cutting in and out. Let me just do it real quick for because it's, it's important. I don't want anyone to miss it. So yes, please do. For those of you guys who couldn't quite hear what Kristen was saying, um, she said, look, the call to salvation is basically this. If you're, if you want to be born again and come into the kingdom, that's great. But also if you just want to re- recommit your life, what Kristen was saying is all you have to do is say a very simple prayer. It's this Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and savior. That's really it. Okay. It's that simple. So if you said that prayer, congratulations, welcome to the kingdom. And, uh, if you're just rededicating your life, that's great also because, you know, Jesus, loves when the lost sheep returns to the flock. All right, guys. Hey, listen, I know we had some technical difficulties tonight and, you know, we're sorry about that, but you know what? Um, God is great. And, uh, you know, we just push through anyway. And, you know, the enemy doesn't want, doesn't like what we're doing, but we, we, we're going to, we're going to move forward. Even if things aren't perfect all the time. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for your patience. Uh, We hope you've had a great week so far. I hope your week continues to be great. 
Uh, we love you very much. We care about you. Thank you for being part of our, our ministry and our family here. We'll see you tonight. We'll see you tomorrow night at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.